CPL Fever, your source for news on Canadian soccer and the CPL. Join me, Jack Murray and Andrew Murray, as we break down the news and the excitement surrounding the Canadian Premier League and all of its teams. We have interviews, analysis, predictions, rankings, and more. So get right, pump up the volume, and let's get into some football. Hey guys, and welcome to CPL Fever. It's your host, Jack and Angie Murray here. And today on another episode of Soccer Stories, Get Into The Journey, we have on the show again, Canadian Premier League and Valor FC player, striker, William Akia. We're so happy to have you back on the show and we can't wait to talk to you and ask you some questions. So how have you been? I've been pretty good. You know, just settling into everything. Um, been definitely a busy transition from student athlete in college to professional now but um, you know I'm happy I'm just ready to get working and do what I do best yeah how long yeah. you been in Winnipeg for so I've been in Winnipeg since the 9th of May I quarantined for two weeks and then just started training about like three weeks ago so he's been going pretty smoothly now nice okay yeah. nice how did Valor reach out to you? Um, I've actually, like, I've been in contact, not in contact with them, but, you know, before, right before the CPL started, the first year of the CPL, um, I actually came for a visit to see Rob. Um, I came with the player, Ali Moose, at the time, who played here at Valor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just showed us around the stadium, the staff, the field, everything it was really nice. And then I was on my way to college, so he said to keep an eye on me. And then I kind of forgot about it. But as I finished my college career, you know, he came knocking on my door and like it just everything like fell into place perfectly. And I was like, yeah, I'll definitely I'll take this contract. Um, he was the first person to, you know, set something on the table for me. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, well, we're so happy that you got a contract because we think that you're an amazing player. And we're so excited to see you play in the CPL. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited, too. Um, it hasn't really hit me yet, but I know when, you know, when we start playing in the bubble, and I get my debut, I get ready to go on the field, it's going to all hit me at once. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's awesome because, I mean, when we interviewed you before, you were D1, you know, down in, in uh, Rio Grande, uh, Texas, right? Yeah. Um, just, you know, trying to, to kind of do all the right things to get a pro contract. And now here you are, you've got one, you're in the game, and the season's about to start. So, wonderful wonderful time for you and we're just so happy to uh to see you on this on this path awesome thank you guys (laughs) yeah so um i wanted to ask you a bit more about valor so how has the training been going like what have you guys been focusing on and what have you been focusing on individually to get ready for this season that's so that's just around the corner well individually um one thing i've been really focusing on is my fitness I know like, I'm already a pretty fit player, but uh, you know, now that I'm stepping to the next level, I know that I need to be extra fit, especially as a forward. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure I'm doing my roles, making runs in behind, you know, being a nuisance to the defenders, you know, causing trouble. Um, and uh, it's just like the 110% that I got to give. I feel like in college, I was able to, you know, get away with some stuff here and there, being a little bit lazy. And that's just the nature of it. But, you know, now that I got this professional opportunity, I know I have to give more. I know I have to take care of my body. And that's eating healthy, sleeping on time, and all those little things is what's going to help me be a lot better. And um, as a team, uh, we've just been really focused on, you know, finding our team chemistry, finding the balance, finding the best ways we can work together. And it's just been, it's been, 
it's been very hectic uh, in terms of like fitness and running and it's everything. It's a lot. It's a lot of running, but it's good. I'm excited. So it's going to help us. Yeah. Now, um, Balor, um, did you watch uh, a lot of the games in the in the Island games? Um, actually, I didn't. I didn't get to really watch too many games in the Island game, um, which is unfortunate. But I gone back and watched a few games on soccer on YouTube, just caught up with everything. And, you know, it looked good. The level was really good. And I feel like I can, I can definitely perform at this level. Okay. So you said you've been training with the team for about three weeks now. Um, you know, can you explain to maybe people that are watching what's different between playing at the D1 level that you were playing with and I know it's just practice, but, um, you know, it's not fully competitive yet. But, I mean, how is it different? Well, uh, first thing I'm going to say is the intensity. So, you know, once you transition from, like, the amateur or well, college level into the pro, intensity is 100% there. Everyone's fighting for a position. You know, this is our job. We get paid to do this. So the in intensity is definitely there. Um, number two, I would say, is the technical ability. You know, being able to – take eight out of 10 good touches constantly all the time. Whereas in college, you know, guys are, you know, five, five good touches, five bad touches, you know, half and half. You got to make sure you're doing better than that. So it was just like keeping everything a lot cleaner and product and everything. That's something that really stood out to me at this level was just how hungry everybody was. Because at the end of the day, like I said, we're all fighting for that 11 man spot. So that's, hmm. that's one difference that I really seen here. Well, talking about fighting for that spot, um, you know, typically, you know, um, you know, Valor struggled to find, you know, some goals in the Island games. So do you feel a lot of pressure coming in to, uh, to Valor as the, the new striker? I mean, there, there must be a lot of, of pressure on you to not only step up to the new level, but actually like perform and, and put the ball in the net. Um. I wouldn't say a lot of pressure, like maybe a little bit of pressure, but you know, that's just the nature of it at the pro game. You know, if, if they're going to sign you as a forward, you got to come and score goals as a forward. If they're going to sign you as a midfielder, they got to be able to, you know, play well as a midfielder and same as a defender. You got to just do your job. So like one thing that I've always kept to myself was just that um, me being a forward, my job is to score goals. My job is to assist. My job is to, you know, make runs behind and, you know, be a problem on the field. So I've always kept that mentality and, if I don't do that, if I don't, you know, reach my standards, um, I can tell and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be upset about it. So that's just like me having such a high standard for myself is I feel like it's helped me produce. So, you know, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little stressed out, but like at the end of the day, I'm very happy. And like I said, I feel like I, like this is my time and I can, I'll be able to, I'll be able to produce for the squad. And I had a, I was going to ask you, what do you think is the biggest difference between you and the strikers and four players that Valor currently has? Um, for me, I'd say not too many differences. It's just like I'm a first-year pro, so right away I'm hungry. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm hungry, I'm young, and I know that, you know, they signed me so they can, you know, so they can get results. So that's just like that for me, that's just my main focus. I'm very, very like focused right now, tunnel vision. And um, I feel like coming in as a new player, a lot of eyes are going to be on me and, you know, I'm up for the challenge. So I think, I think, I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be able to do the job. Yeah, I think you can too. Um, because like I've, I've seen you play, you're an excellent player, very fast. Um, you put the ball in the net a lot, which is amazing. Um, but 
inter- and you mentioned chemistry before. So who are some players that you're excited to play with on Valor? Well, we just, we obviously, we just signed a Brazilian, Rafael Garlado. He, mm-hmm. he's, uh, you know, he played with Neymar. He played with all like some crazy Brazilian uh, youngsters. They're now legends. And uh, it's going to be good to learn from him. My roommate, Kevin Alleman, really good midfielder. He's been helping me out a lot. Tell me kind of, you know, the little things I need to work on, things that I can't see, things that he sees in me. And um, there's also a defender, my captain, um, Andrew Jean-Baptiste. He's really helpful. And just a lot of the older guys, you know, when I came in there, they, they knew, you know, what I can bring to the team. They knew what I can bring to the table. And they've really taken me under their wing just to make sure that, you know, I'm ready when the island game, I mean, sorry, I'm ready when the bubble comes here in Winnipeg and I'll be able to perform. But everyone's been really, really helpful. Um, a, lot of t- a lot of teams, some teams, they have a lot of like egos and it's arrogant and there's clicks and stuff. And that's just how it is, the pro game. But over here in Winnipeg, like the chemistry has been really nice. Everyone's been super supportive. And I feel like that's just, that's going to help us go far. Yeah, I, I agree. If you have like great chemistry and everyone's bonding and getting to know each other and know, and knowing what other player needs, it's definitely going to help you in a tournament or even in just a whole season in general. So it sounds like you guys, um, the gelling and the chemistry are shaping up really well. Yeah. And you have home turf advantage too, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite used to uh, playing on turf. I feel like I took it for granted a little bit when I was in the States because we just played on grass for like my whole three years that I was there. So now that I'm, now that I'm on turf, you know, it's taking me a little while to get used to the, the bumps and the ball, how it bounces and everything, but it's going to be good. Definitely. It's going to be good for home advantage. Yeah. And um, you were, and um, like we were just talking about home advantage, um, you did just do um, a video on your channel about the Valor Stadium, but could you expand on that? Because the Valor Stadium is, I believe the biggest in the whole CPL and it's just an amazing stadium. All, a lot of the players that I've talked to um, have said when they went to Valor and like the inaugural season, like the stadium was so amazing to see. It's always, obviously it's, it's just, it's amazing. So, you know, that's when I signed, that's one of the first reasons why, um, you know, playing in a huge stadium, hopefully we can play in front of fans, but that's going to be the biggest thing because our fans are going to be super loud. Hopefully we can get, eight to 10,000 once everything starts clearing out. But, you know, it's a huge facility. It makes you really feel like a professional, you know, in the change rooms, walking down the hall, out into the field, you know, seeing everybody, seeing the stands. It's just a really good environment. And as a professional, that's something that, you know, you're going to love seeing every single day at training and at games. So I'm just, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So um, you also have recently been, well, why don't you ask Jack about the, uh, the call up there? Oh, yeah. So like we saw, um, you have been called up to the South Sudan national team. Now, I don't believe you're able to make it because of COVID-19 restrictions. But what was that like and how did they reach out to you? Um, so actually, this this goes back like a year ago, right before I had my uh, knee surgery. Um, mm-hmm. I had a really good year. They called they called me to come down. But unfortunately, I was on crutches and everything, had my knee surgery. So, you know, fast forward a year later, um, we got called, I got called up again for the FIFA Arab uh, Cup in uh, Qatar 2021 at the end of December. And, you know, it was, it was, I was really, really happy. But fortunately, you know, I couldn't go because of COVID. But um, for me, that just that proves to me that, you know, I'm a good player. I play at the national level. And, um, you know, I'm going to be rooting for them. You know, they play in 
next week. So hopefully they can win this match. And if they win this match, then I'll be going down uh, to Qatar in December, hopefully to join them. But, um, you know, obviously playing for your national team is, is, is a great achievement, especially when it's, you know, it's your home. Um, and yeah, like my, my family's really happy. And my younger brother was also uh, called up to go with, with me. He's playing at Calvary right now. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a little bit of a bummer that we can't go, but, um, you know, we know where this helps me, you know, with my confidence because it, it tells me that I'm a good player and I can play at that level at any level. Yeah, yeah so that, that game is oh, that just go. a one game playoff with uh, I think South Sudan and is it is it Jordan or? Yeah, so basically we're in the group C and we have to win the qualifying game against Jordan on the 21st of June. And if we win the qualifying game, then we're we're into the tournament. So it's going to be a tough game. I was talking to my coach the other day, but um, uh, hopefully they can you know, pull some strings and come out with a victory. And so that would have to end in in a win, like they go to extra time and penalties. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, that's it. Well, I really hope that they can win, and um, we will try and find that game, like so we can watch it, because that's I really want you to play for the national team, and hopefully, like they they could make it like to Qatar. You said that they were trying to make it to Qatar, like the twenty twenty two World Cup. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome if they could make it there. So um, you've also been, uh, I've been watching your YouTube channel. Um, it's been growing really, really fast. That's really awesome to see. Um, and what I'm wondering about it is, you know, I'm wondering, cause you know, I've seen some of the videos that you've done. Um, I saw the video where you, where you talked about the, uh, the tournament that we just talked about and uh, some interviews with, uh, with some of the Valor players. I think one of the, uh, one of the keepers recently. Um, <laughs> And so how difficult is it to come into a new place and kind of be a YouTuber and a soccer player? Like, um, like, 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 like what I mean is, do you ever find it um, a little bit distracting or you're kind of pulled in one direction or the other? Um, I try not to get too distracted by it. Um, I kind uh, like for me, it's honestly, it is tough, like, you know, coming in and, you know, trying to, you know, gel the two together especially I'm, I'm a newcomer, you know, I don't want, I don't want players thinking of me that come in here and being like, oh, this guy just wants to make videos, whatever. So that's why I make sure that, you know, I'm one of the hardest working players in the field and I put in that extra work. And I'm sure a lot of the players on my team will definitely agree with me, uh, the amount of work I put in. But with the YouTube, you know, players are liking it. Like everyone around me is like pretty interested in it. They ask me questions about it. So I just try to balance it as much as I can. Like when I'm when I'm at training, I'm at training and I'm focused. And when I have days where I have to record, I'm I focus on that. And I'll come in, I'll do it before the training, I'll do it after training. So just to make sure nothing really interferes. So that's like that's the balance I have with my YouTube and my professional career. But at the same time, you know, when I first came in, it was it was a bit nerve wracking, you know, trying to record. I didn't know anybody at the team and everything. And, you know, I was kind of shy, but you know, I'm starting to get more comfortable with it now. Great, that's great to hear. And like, why do you think your, your channel resonates um, with, with people so much? Because I've read some of the comments, you know, people are really um, interested in your journey, what's going on, uh, because you give some, some great information. There's also some funny stuff, you know. Um, you know, why, why do you think people resonate? Is it, is it because they're, you're, you're kind of documenting your, your journey as a soccer player and they, they, kind, of, they kind of resonate with the, with the realness of it? Yeah, I feel like because my content is like my content is very raw, very real. I don't really hide anything. I don't, I don't find a reason to sugarcoat anything. I kind of just tell everything how it is. 
And I, I want people to learn from my journey. So whatever I'm doing, I want them to take away from it and, you know, make their journey better, find some tips from it and use it into their own life. And I feel like that's what, you know, a lot of young kids are really looking forward, uh, you know, to be watching. So like things like vlogs, vlogging my games, vlogging what I eat, stuff like that is just very interesting for a young athlete trying to make it to the next level. And, you know, as I'm progressing, I'm doing well, they, they see that and then they take away the good things from it because they know that, you know, one day it'll help them. So I just feel like that's why my channel has been really growing. And um, I also have, you know, a few really, really big collabs coming out soon. I can't tell you guys, but you guys nice. definitely, you guys will definitely enjoy it. Nice. Well, we can't wait to see those. That and that should be um, really exciting. And like yeah. you said, um, yeah, it really inspires young kids. And I've watched your channel a lot, and it's actually really helped me. I still really like your speed workout that you did like a really long time ago when we first talked. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, it must be unreal to like see how many comments are saying like you've helped me so much or like great video what is that feeling like? Cause obviously you said that you want like um, young players to want to get to the next level to take away like the good things, like your blogging or your eating habits or um, just like um, just being healthy overall and working so hard. So what is that like? Um, well, you know, when I think about it, like the, when I first started my YouTube channel, um, it was, it was really hard. It was tough, you know, to grow it and everything. And there was definitely times where I had burnouts, you know, I didn't want to record. Um, I didn't think this was really going anywhere. But um, once it started to pick up and catch pace and people started to really catch along with it and uh, kids started to message me all the time and tell me how much I'm helping them, that was the reason. Like, that's kind of what I was looking for. That's the reason why I'm going to continue to go. Like, now when I get huge messages, paragraphs about, you know, what I'm going to do next, you know, how I can help these kids. That, like, that for me is everything, just knowing that I'm helping out people. And that just keeps me going every single day. So when I feel like I'm not recording, I always just look at the messages, you know. I ask myself why I even started it, and it's just because of you guys. So that's why that's why I'm going to continue to keep going as long as I can. Nice. That's great to hear. And and I kind of, um, I'm a bit of a, a YouTube geek. I like, uh, I like the analytics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I was wondering that um, since you crossed the 10,000 subscriber mark, um, your channel's really exploded. And I'm wondering mm -hmm. if you've noticed that there's more, um, more, more traffic from suggested videos um, after that point. Uh, because what happens is once channels hit like 10,000 subscribers or more, they tend to kind of unlock more of the suggested search algorithm. Um, all right, that's actually a, good, a very good question. I haven't really paid attention to any of that, really. So um, what do you, what do you well, mean by uh, that? Well, like, um, like smaller channels, the easiest okay. way for them to get exposure is, is from search, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of the first algorithm. But the suggested videos are, um, there's way more volume that you can mm -hmm. get from, from suggested videos. So suggested videos is, is on the side, but if you're watching one video and then you see like the, the line of videos down the side. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so what will happen is as your channel starts to hit a certain level, then you'll, your video will start showing up to other people's videos that are similar, maybe from you know, Matt Sheldon or Will yeah. John or you know, like different people in the, in the space. And then people will be watching their videos and then YouTube will actually just suggest your video, video to those yeah. people, even if they've never been to your channel before, 
And that's mm-hmm. where you're kind of getting into, you know, more suggested, um, the suggested algorithm. And, mm-hmm. you know, then you can really, um, yeah, see that momentum. So I was wondering if, if, if you've kind of noticed that, um, yeah. or, you so, know, you've, you've, you've been, you know, do it like yeah, it's for so sure. busy on the field, right? No, yeah, no, perfectly explained. But yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely been happening a lot. I've been getting a lot of messages from like, you know, when I first came to Valor, a lot of the players were like, oh, my friend from Europe, he's just seen your channel and he's seen that you're signing with, you're signing with Valor and now we're going to be teammates. And I had no idea that, you know, people from all over the place were seeing this. I actually had um, Will John, um, I had some really big YouTubers, you know, like my stuff, reach out to me and be like, yo, your content's amazing. So I see what you mean there. Yeah, every, everything is really kind of starting to take off. And I feel like this is kind of just the beginning. Now that I'm, I'm going to hit 20K in a couple of days, I feel like it's, it's, it is really going to unlock a new level. And I feel like as long as I keep staying consistent, it's going to keep growing even more. Yeah, that's great to hear. And mm-hmm. um, how's your buddy uh, Joe Benny? I think I think uh, he he kind of inspired you to start your YouTube channel too. Yeah, so right now he is um, he's playing for USL two team in Houston, and um, he's finishing up his degree as well. And you know he's still on the same path. He's still working hard, and um, we we're trying to you know team up together and try to create uh, something for um, like a little special thing for the kids soon. So that's uh, that's where we're at together right now. But yeah, he's playing. He's doing very well himself and um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for what he has next. And it's really great, man. I'm happy that he really put me on this path because I remember he was telling me, man, just start a YouTube channel, start a YouTube channel. Like, you know, you're going to go pro really soon. You know, things are going to start to work out. And I didn't really believe him, but you know, he believes in me more than I believe in myself. And so, you know, I give all credit to him and he's great. Yeah. Everyone needs friends like that. So that's, that's awesome. He sounds like a great guy. Props for that. Amazing. So you also graduated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> more big news, right? I'm done. I'm done. Like, like, can you can you slow down your life a little bit there? <laughs> yeah, man. Graduating was it was tough. It's been a long. I've been in college for six, almost five, six years now. Yeah, it was tough, man. I didn't. I didn't think I. Honestly, didn't think I'd do it. To be honest, in the beginning, but you know, I persevered, and it happened eventually. Right. Congratulations on that. So how's your, um, where, where's your brother playing? My brother, he just, uh, he, he's playing, he's on the developmental contract recovery. So we just signed a couple days ago. So he's, he's with the squad right now and they're going to be coming up here. Nice. Yeah. What does he play? What position does he play? He's a midfielder. Okay. Holding midfielder, attacking midfielder, anywhere in the middle really. And yeah, he's doing, he's doing very well. So I'm excited. Hopefully cool. I can. We won't play against them in the bubble, but you know, once the season starts, we can travel down there. And yeah, and I was yeah, and I was on your channel, um, just doing research for this this interview, and I saw that um, you put out a highlight reel, I think, of your your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, she has some uh, some nice left footed crosses in there. Yeah, yeah, uh, she's, yeah, she's doing well. She's she's gonna be graduating uh, very soon as well. She's done in December, and she's actually gonna be going off to Europe to see if she can get a contract herself there. Nice. Okay. Cool. So you got to document uh, a little bit yeah. about that, you know, tell yeah. the story in some way, you know, definitely, definitely. Um, let, let people know because that's like a totally different path, right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for, for people to take and um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that, uh, how that progresses for her as well. That's it. Yeah. That's really exciting for her. And another question that I had for you was about Chelsea. So I remember that you're a huge 
um, Drogba fan, you love Chelsea, and they recently won the Champions League. So how happy are you with them and their season performance? And what do you think, how do you think they'll do next season? Obviously, um, it was it was a very interesting season for us, man. Like, I didn't, in the beginning, you know, I always had faith in Chelsea, but it's been a long time since we've been in the Champions League again. I feel like once we got in, once we were in the quarterfinals and then the semifinals, I just knew right away. I knew this was this is one of the only chances they're gonna get in the next few years. I feel like to play in the Champions League, and they locked in. They done very well, even though um, Timo Werner wasn't scoring you know, a lot of goals and he's missing a lot of chances. They still kept pushing. They still kept pushing. All the players stepped up. Mason Mount, Pulisic. Everyone, man, they just they done so well. It was it was very emotional when they won the Champions League. Everybody told me they wouldn't do it, Man City this, Man City that, but I told them just wait, <laughs> just wait, and you know they they came through with the win. So I'm a champion for one year, so I can I can talk all this math that I want for the next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for um, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chelsea have a great squad and a great coach with Thomas um, Tuchel. Um, so I was going to ask you, have there been any players that have really like caught your eye recently um, on Chelsea or just in world football in general? Um, it's probably, obviously, you know, this is Ronaldo and Messi. They, every year, they, just, they can they surprise me every single year. They're absolute legends. But, you know, there's some really good youngsters, man. Alfonso Davies is still very sharp, doing very well, especially for Canada as well. Um, Jonathan David is one player that I follow too, especially for his mm -hmm. age, you know, balling out in the League One the way he is, scoring lots of goals, you know, being up there for top goal scorer is very amazing. And then there's Kaylan Mbappe. Um, he's, he's incredible, you know, just absolute freak of nature, super fast. And, you know, one day I want to be as fast as him. You know, I'm close, but, you know, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get there sometime. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, it's very, very exciting, the youngsters nowadays, man. I feel like they're really going to change the game. Yeah, there's so many um, amazing young players. You just named a few of them, like Kylian Mbappe, Alfonso Davies. And actually, in the Euros, we were just watching Kylian Mbappe. And he just, like, runs past defenders so fast it's incredible like behind the lines or even when he's dribbling he's mm -hmm. just an amazing player to watch yeah um and that goal that was disallowed yeah. was was uh crazy where he just was like yeah the, the guy just couldn't couldn't keep up with him and then he tucks yeah. it in the corner too at the end of all that that was great yeah and he also he thought he was offside but <laughs> yeah he was yeah he was he was he was offside too when he when he assisted to benzema but if but if he was just like maybe like a second, like he didn't, if he timed his run like a second later, um, that would have been like a, an, an, a goal and assist. He's doing really well, um, even for the French team. And they were playing against Germany when they're not as like maybe as good as they were before, but they're still a very good team with Havertz yeah. um, and just all of their other players. They're um, squad whole round is amazing. Gundogan, um, Manchester City, but mm. um, yeah, um, Timo Werner, who's on Chelsea, was um, um, that did he play that game? I think he might have came in uh, later. Timo Werner did come in as well. He came in. Yeah, but yeah, like these young players are really going to change the game, and I'm very excited to see um, young players like you in the CPL change the CPL too because 
each year, I feel like the level in the CPL has gone better and better. And a big reason for that is the, the young players that um, keep coming into the CPL. So I'm very excited to see you come in and, and like I said, put some balls in, in the back of the net. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> Yeah, so you mentioned you were um, rooming with uh, Kevin Alleman, who uh, mm-hmm. has some national team experience. Um, is that part of the the plan when they have a, a younger player come in? They're paired with like a, an older, more experienced player. Um, I, I actually came about that because Kevin was Kevin didn't really have a roommate at the time, and it was the first time I signed. Um, I had the option to you know be on my own or live with the roommate, but I told him, you know, I'd like to live with the roommate. And once Kevin Allman's name was, you know, was available, I said, yeah, definitely. You know, somebody that I can learn from every single day. You know, he teaches me on and off the pitch and he just, you know, took me under his wing. And, you know, just him telling me stories about his national team camp, you know, all the ups and downs that he went through in his career, it's going to help me. You know, he's, he's helped me carve a proper path in my career. So I'm very happy that he's with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it should be exciting because he's a great player. We watched him in the Island games and he played really well. Um, and another couple of quick questions for Valor. So how many goals on estimate do you think you will score this season? Well, I have I have a little, I have a, a little ball thing. Yeah, my, I have it on my wall everywhere I go every season. And up mm-hmm. here I have 10 goals. So that's that's uh, that's my goal. So if I don't hit it, hopefully I hit something close to it. But I look at it every day. I pray about it every day. And, uh, you know, hopefully they come true. Yeah, fingers crossed. And I actually have um, something kind of similar to that. In in my room, I actually have, like, this post note on the wall that mm-hmm. says Canada um, 2026 World Cup. I'd be really young by that time, but it'd be amazing if I was able to play for Canada in the 2026 World Cup. I just think that'd be so amazing. So it's awesome to see that. Um, yeah, when I'm too. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing and so much fun to do. Um, and another question that I actually have for you about Valor is where do you think um, they'll finish in the standings? Because you're um, one of their players and you've been with them. You, you have been training for them with them for a couple weeks now. So what, where do you think they'll finish? Um, First place, we're gonna be champions. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to have a really, really strong year. I know we've had some, you know, struggle in the past, of you know being a top team, but you know, I hope, hopefully, we can just, you know, be a top three team. You know, we can be up there. I want to be fighting for championships. I want to be up there competing with the best, and I feel like we we do have the team this year to do that. So I just want to be up there when all the names are being called. You know, with Cavs, Forge. You know, I want to be, I want to be up there with them. Yeah, I definitely think Valor can do that. They have a great squad. I've looked at it. They yeah, it were really stronger good for sure. Rounds. Yeah. And remember, the Halifax Wanderers, they came in last place in the first season, and then they went to the finals in the last season. So that has definitely happened before from, like, teams struggling a bit to getting, like, a way stronger squad and then, like, going right to the finals. So I'm definitely excited to see Valor in action because – we have both seen the squad and it looks stronger and we're very excited to see it in action. So which team are you most excited to uh, play against? Um, for me, my brother. So I'd be really excited to play with my brother on Cavalry. So mm-hmm. we've never really played against each other. We've always played um, with each other, uh, men's league and, you know, youth and stuff like that. Right. But now that we're professionals, this is going to be, it's going to be very nice. Hopefully I'll get to play against him, put a tackle on him or something, you know. 
<laughs> the Battle of the Brothers. <laughs> um, just one thing I forgot to ask when we were talking more about the YouTube, because um, I wanted to know because you know you you've had such uh, such success there. What advice do you have for other aspiring YouTubers that that want to grow a channel? Actually, there's 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 probably two. There's not a lot of things. Number the number one thing that you know is gonna help you, you know, young young people trying to start a YouTube channel, try to maintain the YouTube channel is be consistent. You know, don't worry too much about the content early in the beginning. Just you know, find a niche and just post it. You know, so that's one thing I did. I did my 30 day challenges. Where I posted every day for 30 days. Did that twice, and you know, they weren't getting a lot of views. They weren't getting a lot of traction. But you know, as time goes. You know, I'm, I'm close to 200 videos now and I got 20K subs. So if you make 200 videos, I mean, you know, maybe you'll have 20K subs or more. So that's the way I look at it. It's just numbers. Numbers don't lie. So be consistent. Continue to make videos. Make videos. And then as you start to grow, then you kind of start to find your niche. Like in the beginning, I was making vlogs. I was doing funny videos. I was doing like little memes. I was just doing everything all at once. And whatever, whatever type of video blew up the most is what I focused on going forward. So, you know, I know that everybody loves my blogs. Everybody loves my um, like my storytelling and stuff like that. So I kind of focus on those two now Now that my channel is a lot bigger because that's what my, my audience loves. But yeah, just be consistent and stuff like that. And also when you, every every YouTuber burns out. You know, they have a period where, you know, they don't want to make videos. They want to take some time off. Um, you know, listen to those times. Don't don't force anything. Like when you feel like you need a little break, take that little break, take a little week off. And then when, you, when you're ready, come back again. And then another thing is I always write down notes. So whenever I think about it, when I think about an idea, I always write it down in my notes, write it down in my journal or whatever, and I have it ready. So I also have a lot of videos ready to go. Like every single time I probably have two or three videos. I'm always like one or two or three videos ahead. So the video I'm gonna the video I posted today, I have like two or three more ready to post. And then I start recording on the other ones. So it's just it's really good to balance it out like that. So you know you don't get stuck with time because it's a lot of editing, four or five hours per video of editing. You want to make sure that you have like a proper time stable to make sure you get everything on on time. So yeah, the number one thing is consistency. Be consistent with everything. Yeah, that's that's great advice. And and just about the 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 uh, the planning, you're kind of saying that you you plan what shots that you want to have so that you you know when you're putting together a vlog, you're gonna have a scene here like in a restaurant, mm -hmm. and then you're gonna have a scene you know mm -hmm. on the field and then you're going to have the third scene there and so you know kind of you need these three scenes uh yeah. to be filmed gotcha yeah, exactly. yeah cool. that's some great yeah that's some great advice for um young youtubers and we are actually running out of um time so let's go into quick rapid fire these are different rapid fire questions which then i asked you last time so let's get into it quickly so what is your favorite song and what's your favorite workout song or just some what are your some of the ones that are used you are listening to right now uh right enjoying. now um justin bieber peaches uh and my favorite genre of movies you said um songs or like workout songs workout songs i just like to listen to anything hip-hop drake usually that's most my go-to right now okay and <laughs> actually on the peaches point um my little brother and my mom are actually obsessed with that song i like it too <laughs> but they're obsessed with it like extremely obsessed with it um <laughs> Do you, what is your favorite genre for books and movies? Um, so for books, I like to just listen, I read anything like motivational, inspirational, Matt Thomas usually, uh, Eric mm -hmm. Thomas, sorry. And then for movies, 
I'm an action guy. Um, I don't really like movies. I'm just straight action and adventure. Okay, cool. Um, where is one place in the world you would like to visit? Um, I'm going to go to Tokyo or Japan, somewhere else. Yeah, Tokyo. Japan. Okay, that'd be a really cool place to go. I like how you phrase that in the I'm going to go. It's like it's already, already set yeah, in stone. I like I that. To, yeah, I'm going there one day for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love your... to try the sushi there. Okay, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> and um, you mentioned that you're that you love action movies but what's your favorite movie is it um i bet it's something action Oof, i'm gonna say taken the original taken liam neeson gotcha okay cool nice um are you a good dancer oh i can dance a little bit yeah i think i think i'm all right my mama, okay. my mama taught me well <laughs> <laughs> okay nice um what was your first job and what job would you be terrible at uh for my first job i delivered flyers i delivered about three four hundred houses and it was freezing cold so that was my first job it was rough but i'm happy i did it um the worst job i'd be terrible at would probably be serving okay i'd be serving at a restaurant i just i get i probably get too nervous and stuff like that i don't know it's just it's very hectic very hectic <laughs> yeah life. yeah i bet it's very hectic in the kitchen um mm -hmm. yeah Okay, um, next rapid fire, uh, favorite dessert? Favorite dessert, uh, does candy count? Because that's all I eat. Sure. <laughs> I'm a candy guy. I don't, I, I don't know like cakes or stuff like that. I'm just candy and ice cream. That's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a gummy person, but I won't hold it against you. I won't hold it against you. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the first concert you ever went to? First concert I ever went to was the weekend in edmonton like oh that's a oh. nice one <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> cool yeah um yeah um we my little brother actually is obsessed with the save your tear song i really like it too um oh, nice, but the nice. weekend is the weekend is just like a really cool he makes really cool music um yeah. favorite animal favorite animal um lizard okay cool um if you could visit all if you could visit our space explore all the oceans or visit every country in the world which would it be Every country in the world because I'm scared of water and especially the ocean. And I don't want to go to space, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what kind of soccer boots are you going to wear in your first ever professional season? I'm probably going to wear some Copas. Just okay. Cool, you know, Copas. First, the first boots I wore when I started playing. Really comfortable. Yeah, probably just some Copas. Okay. That, okay, so that was the last rapid fire question. So... I wanted to say thank you again so much for coming on and we can't wait to see you um, play for Valor because like I said before, you're an amazing player. You're fast. Mm -hmm. You put balls in the back of the net. And I think that Valor just had an amazing player. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Nah, this is great. I love being on the show with you guys. Hopefully we can do this again, you know, but yeah, I want you guys to continue doing what you're doing. This is really good. And I'm super excited to watch it when it comes out. Great. And we're really excited to see you play. I mean, I was so excited when I heard that you got signed by uh, Valor. I'll be watching you in the, in the CPL. That's going to be a lot of fun. And again, congratulations on that. Congratulations on your graduation on uh, the Chelsea uh, winning the champions league. Yeah. yeah YouTube. Chelsea, <laughs> YouTube, everything um, mm -hmm. you're killing it. And um, yeah. So people watching this, uh, if they want to learn about how to make it as a professional soccer player, Obviously, you want to follow 
uh, William Accio, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to, you know, got a wealth of information on his, on his channel. And we'll link mm-hmm. to that in our show notes. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully when we play, um, if we ever come, if I come down to Halifax, I can see you guys uh, in person. So that'd be, that'd be cool too. Yes, yeah. That'd be absolutely. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to like play like home and away games and yeah, yeah hopefully you'll come to the Wanderers grounds and maybe we'll get to see you in person. It'd be lots of fun. <laughs> You guys in the vlog and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Yeah, well, well, thanks, William. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and good luck on your season. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so yeah. much, guys. Yeah. Peace out. Take, okay. yeah. Take care. Peace.